The jail booth became a confessional, full of admitted sins, forgiveness, and answered prayers. In the midst of his ramblings about how and why Yo. he could do better, I heard myself mumble, brother, we need you. All right, y'all, welcome to the Black Man Lab After Flow, powered by the New Georgia Project. We're on the tour. The tour. Black men got something to say. We are in Statesboro. And what county is this? Bullock County. Bullock, Bullock County, County, right? Yeah. Bullock County. I'm going to say it right. They said I mispronounced it during the whole trial, but that's all right. Um, we're excited. We got these brothers here. Um, also joined by my brother from another mother. Just had a birthday. He turned 72 years old. 72. <laughs> 72. Look at that. Nigga, 72. Black don't crack, boy. He's lucky, he's lucky we all we're getting recorded. That's real. I had to do that while we were on the air. So look, um, we got these brothers. You brothers. You good brothers. Can y'all introduce yourselves and just say uh, who you who you are, where you went to school, and, and what you're doing now? And if you have any affiliations. Wink, wink. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, I'm Lakia Henry. I'm from Vidalia, Georgia. I was born here in Statesboro, Georgia. Um, I currently went to school at Dodge City Community College in Kansas. Uh, I got my associates there. Um, and then I got a four-year degree at a University of Mississippi oh, in criminal justice. So oh, wow. uh, I didn't have no affiliations. Uh, I wish Ole I Miss. Yeah, Ole Miss. I wish I would have got into it, but um, you know, I'm, I'm just glad I'm blessed to be here. And what you doing now, man? Uh, I'm up here in Statesboro, Georgia. I'm coaching, um, and I'm also teaching. I'm a pair pro professional. I help with uh, sped kids, uh, teaching math and um, and uh, science. All right. What you coach? Uh, I coach football. But football, what? I'm be helping out with track. I uh, coach the defensive ends. Oh, you on the D? D is that what you did at Ole Miss? Oh, yeah. I was a linebacker, head knocker. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We gonna, after this, we're going to go uh, take Brother Francis down. We're going to see who bench press a little bit. All right. Come on. Tell me. Come right, on. Don't let, don't <laughs> let the smooth taste for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Doctor. Uh, good evening, man. My name is uh, Marion Christopher Pugh. Uh, some people call me Big Chris uh, you're, for obvious reasons. Um, when, when he pulls out Marion, it's serious. I know, man. <laughs> I just, I've, all this time I've been seeing M. Chris. Yeah. And, and so, you know, now, Mary, I, I really know you, bro. For sure, for sure. Right now. Just paying My middle name is Melvin Malcolm. For sure, really? Yeah, I just wanted to share that. Most definitely, right. most definitely. Just paying homage to to uh, to my bloodline, to my father, man. Yes. Like, without him, I wouldn't be here, so I need to make sure that, you know, you pay homage and, you know, honor your fathers and your mothers. And for so, sure. and your days will be long, but hopefully they'll be prosperous as well. So, as long as I... I understand the protocol. You know how that rolls. No doubt. Um, but I'm a educational consultant. I'm a professor at Georgia Southern University. I teach diversity educational context uh, for a pre-professional block. So it's basically for students who are trying to get into the education field. They got to go through a diversity course where we talk about religion, race, sex, economics, power, religion, sex, and war. Like They got to they gotta come through you. Not... Through but me, at least <laughs> yeah. touch that. Class. Some people do. All some right. people do. And honestly, uh, sometimes I'm the first professor that professional um, professor that looks like me with my characteristics, right? Mm -hmm. So it's it's something is about body language. So when we walk into the room, there's a curriculum we don't know about. Mm. And so it's a lot of people. The reason why we don't understand how people perceive us is because they've been miseducated just like us. Mm. If you don't own your own image, you don't own other people's imagination of you either. So when I walk into the room, 
you'd be surprised how many years of indoctrination and, and dogmatic teaching that I have to, you know, unveil in the first three weeks before they even believe what we're talking about. Before you can even really get to them, yeah, they've got to get past their own stuff. They don't even, most of the time, right now we have the tech status. Some of them don't even understand their own status. Rather, so that's how it is. So you have tech to, status. Y'all heard that? Yeah. This, hey, this is Black Man Lab Afterflow. So we this is this is why we do this. So sure. just, attack status. We attacking status up in this joint. Sure. Just born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. Man, grew up in Ellenwood, Georgia. Graduated from Cedar Grove High School. Cedar Grove. Yeah, man, the East Side, man. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, got down to Statesboro in 1999, age of 17, on crutches. My mom, my mom said, "You got to get up out of Ellenwood." So I'm a I'm gonna take you down to Statesboro and you're gonna figure it out. Best thing that ever happened to me. Um, mm -hmm. I was gonna go to Southern University in uh, Baton Rouge uh, to play football, but you know, God had other plans. Yes, sir. And sometimes his plans are the best. The best, you know, you'd be surprised, man. So yeah. I've just been down here. Uh, Statesboro was the perfect city for me. Mm. It may not be the perfect city for other people, but it was definitely the spiritual war room I needed. There it is. And Georgia Southern at that time mm -hmm. uh, had more black students yep. than the other. entire Atlanta University Center combined. Yep. Wow. Mm -hmm. Here in a in a deep southern mm -hmm. university town mm -hmm. where you were almost, um, you know, forbidden to come into the city oh, exactly. to, to talk to the locals. Oh, yeah. And to stay on that campus almost yeah. like a plantation, if you will. Exactly. Stay on the campus. That's Don't right. come off. Yeah. The most dangerous thing that was happening at that time was players ball. Exactly. And which, I came- Which was sort of like- yeah. uh, Freaknik. Freaknik, yeah. except bigger and wilder. Yes. And more secluded. It wasn't that many characters. Players many, ball. Yeah. Players ball. No yeah. news coverage until like the later years before they broke it down. You right. Know? Damn. Yeah. So it, it was- Look, I've been to a, a, a little Georgia Southern party in Atlanta. They brought everybody. And I was like- Moved differently. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. That's you right. Stay hydrated. Georgia State never yeah. could. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Easy on Georgia State now. Easy on Georgia State. Man, they have great parking lots. Let, 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 hey, let's, let's, let's get to it. Let's get to it now, yeah. since we're the largest university in the in the state. But yes. anyway, uh, Brother Marty, turn that mic towards you, man. I got I got the Black Man Lab Executive Director uh, in the house. Uh, can y'all give it up for this young, this young lad? He says young, he just called me 72 before. <laughs> I know you're a young 72 though, boy. You're a young 72. Hey, still moving um, it around. That yeah. you are, that you are. Um, Marty, introduce yourself, your position, and just quickly the importance of this tour. Cause you know, this is this is our Statesboro, our mm -hmm. launch. Uh, break it down real, real quick. Sure, so um, Marty Monaghan, well, in, 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 you know, in reference to you, Martin Michael Marion Monaghan. That's what's up. Full name. Um, my grandfather was Marion. Um, so I am the executive director for the Black Man Lab. Uh, and this work that we're doing here, um, what I know is, is that we have seen in the Black Man Lab a significant um, effectiveness in our black men, our young black men, um, understanding that there's a better way and not only understanding that, but understanding that they have a voice. Mm -hmm. So what we want to do is take that across the state of Georgia. We want our young folks to know um, that they have a voice. We want our black men in general to know that they have a voice. Mm -hmm. So often we are getting talked at or talked about, mm -hmm. right? And what we want to do here is give 
everybody, all of our young, our black men, the opportunity to say what's important to them, mm -hmm. right? Not only that, we want to move them to um, understand the power that they have as it relates to electoral politics. That's right. We know that if we galvanize ourselves, that we have the ability to change any election, yep. any election. Mm -hmm. So um, that's just the tip of the spear of what we're trying to do. Um, I think that that's going to continue to happen because the energy of the Black Man Lab is unlike anything that you'll see anywhere in the nation. Mm -hmm. And it's no, it's no uh, secret to why we started in Statesboro. Yeah, we, we we've seen injustices that involve Black men right here in this pro in this area with Amar Aubrey and his death just down the road in Brunswick, with Julian Lewis who was shot to death by a state trooper who was ultimately arrested and charged with murder within seven days, but the grand jury decided to no bill. And the prosecutor in this area is, is right now uh, vacillating between whether she will or will not pursue the, the murder charges that she uh, laid upon this trooper. And at the same time, this is the place where Mark Wilson was yeah. put on trial for his life for defending himself against a truckload of racists, only to have a jury of 11 whites and one African-American acquit him of everything they threw at him. Uh, and then through a legal technicality, throw in a lesser included at the end, he's sitting in prison for 10 years. Uh, we're, we're not stopping, That's right. but this conversation begins here because so many things about black men have taken place right in this proximity. Mm -hmm. The other thing, I, I just want to just say this to, to the to the brothers of Statesboro, whether you're in this room, if you've made it here or not, we've been here, this is be our third black man lab right. here in Statesboro. Right. Every time we've come, the energy, the brothers, the, you know, and, and we we believe in brothers all across the spectrum. So we have brothers who um, have just gotten out of prison. We got brothers with PhDs. We got brothers who are multimillionaires. We got brothers who are homeless. We just believe in black men. We believe that if we can gather black men, that we have the answer to any issue that any one of us individually have mm -hmm. and to the issue that we collectively have. And so... Um, we give thanks for Statesboro. Mm -hmm. We thank you, brothers, for, for always welcoming the Black Man Lab. And we're really looking forward to you all taking this and growing it in your own indigenous way. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about the things that, as a young man, um, how old are you? Uh, 24 years old. Just turned 24 October 2nd. All right. Happy birthday, brother. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Uh, 24 you. years old. Yes, sir. What's important to you, you know, as you prepare to to cast your vote? What's important? Well, in all honesty, I haven't really been up to date as far as the polls. You know, um, once Donald Trump got voted for president, I really kind of yeah turned off and all all voting, all that stuff. You know what I mean? So I really just tend to stay away from politics. Really, not to say there's anything wrong with that. It's just I tend to not. Engage. Yeah, engage. But, but you but you got a voter registration card. Yeah, you yes, registered to vote. One thing I can say at the University of Mississippi, they made sure that we was uh, able to vote. Vote. They um they had everything set up for us. They had everything set up, so I am registered to vote. Um, I have to get back registered in Georgia, but I was registered in Mississippi. So, so I, that's important, and I, I think we got to be honest about that. Yeah. You know, I, I talked to my sons. I got one that's twenty four. Also, he'll be 25 in November, one is 22, be 23. And they became disenchanted. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, you know, but but there are a number who continue to, to see the, the necessity 
Um, Attorney Johnson, sure. describe the, you know, how critical this election cycle is for black men, right? Because right? most of the time we just get, you know, it's all just general. I think black men, you know, we want another black man who is not running for office to share why you think this is such a critical election and why we have to be engaged and let our voices be heard. So first, so first, every election is critical. And if you if you hang around a few cycles, you'll hear me say that the 2024 election will be the most <laughs> critical election. We've been on this pathway as a New Georgia project since our founder, Stacey Abrams, had an idea that if we really wanted to build power, we had to take every brother like you. And at the time, there were 800,000 unregistered African-Americans. And we had to find you because folks said that you were difficult to reach, that you were the least likely to vote. And we had to reach you with a message that would translate your disenchantment, the disengagement that you have responded to from that disenchantment and turn it into a, a sense that something could change and you could be a part of that change. So we set out back in 2014 to register those 800,000 folks, meeting them where they were in that disenchantment and hearing the honesty of what you said mm -hmm. and then sitting down and having deep and wide conversations at your door in barbershops mm -hmm. across the spectrum of where black men are. That's where we want to be and where we have been. And what's happened is we've closed that gap. And now in Georgia, you'll hear reports that say nearly every person who's eligible to vote is registered to cast the ballot. That's a change from 2014 to now. Right. So how do we leverage this power that we have, potential power, in the vote to actually deliver at the ballot box? And there are some folks, you know, who have some rap cred who run around talking about certain candidates having a good week with black folks. Brian Kemp, for example, because he showed up at a couple of events. But if you really want to know who's been down throughout the years in terms of moving power to our communities and standing back and letting our communities have their say, because we know what we need. We know we need good schools, high paying jobs, technology that works, logistics that, I mean, we sit here between the port, the, one of the largest ports in the world mm -hmm. and the largest airport in the world. And we don't have any dedicated trucking lines so that those lo those logistic operators, those truck drivers in here, can get up and down 16 and I-75 mm -hmm. with safety while the rest of us navigate. All of that that is so important. So here's what I want you to do, brother. Would you go to readyset.vote and take a look at what it takes to get registered in the state of Georgia and look at the candidates? And on the next election, let your voice be heard. Yes, sir. We appreciate yes, sir. you. Yes, sir. We appreciate you, yes, brother. Sir. I, I want... I want Doc, um, you know, we always have conversations around education For sure. because of your, your expertise and your focus. And we met through Let Us Make Man, yeah. uh, the parent organization of the Black Man Lab that really, you know, we were doing. 2008. Um, yeah, 2008, yeah, man. I remember we, that. Yeah, so um, what do you suggest? for us as black men to ensure that the education that we need is happening? And how does electoral politics impact that, right? Because some people, mm -hmm. they disassociate. Yeah, You know, they say, well, education is over here and politics is over there, yeah. but uh, don't y'all get some resources to educate? And how do they get those resources? So 
just give us, you know, your your strongest 90 second uh, combo with that. Well, I tell you, I always ask people, if you believe that knowledge is power, then the school system is a power plant. You work, mm. if, uh, every teacher works in the most political environment on the planet. You decide who gets to feed themselves for the rest of their life. Oh, oh. How you treat them when they walk into your classroom as a kindergartner will influence if they think they're worth living or not. Oh. I, 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 vi I visit schools where kids in third grade are thinking about committing suicide. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? That's so real, that classroom is the most political part. I even tell my students, your first political party is your last name. As a, as a man, you vote for your family every time you get out of that bed. Every time you clock into a job that you're getting emotionally and possibly verbally harassed at every day, you're still voting for your bloodline mm. every day. Because politics is who gets what, exactly. where, where, and if you get it at all. Politics is about power only. And when you have power, you got resistance. They're two sides of the one coin. I, always, I know a lot of people love to say unity, but sometimes you have to agree that we're going to have a, have a common enemy in order to progress. I know it sounds weird, but in my journey in my life, man, I have, I've had to stop saying things that feel good and say things that allow somebody to feed themselves. Bruh. Hey, y'all, we're we in Statesboro. <laughs> I want to be very clear. We're in Statesboro. <laughs> Brothers in Statesboro got something to say, and they're saying it. Um, we got about a few minutes left. Gotcha. We want y'all to hit us with... Um, I, I want to start with you. Yes, sir. A, a, as you play... SEC football, mm -hmm. big time football. Um, now you are a coach in the team. What are the habits, rituals, and disciplines, really quickly, that yes, that sir. you've engaged in? Because you don't get to the level that you're at. You, you you said, and I love the fact that you didn't just just jump to Ole Miss. Mm -hmm. You you say, I got my associate's degree here. Yes, sir. Tell that full story. That's yeah. what we were talking about when we were in the lab. Yes, sir. This is the afterflow. Tell that full story. Give us your habits, rituals, and disciplines that have led you to this point in your life? Well, one thing I can say is that my ha my habits and my rituals are the same. Yes, sir. Uh, I can't do nothing without God. So mm. I have to I have to drop down and give him praise for everything he's done for me. Uh, like I said, I've, I've been able to, first generation to have a degree from any college. Yes, sir. So uh, I'm truly blessed to have, to really be able to be in a position that I am in today. Yes, so uh, I thank God for everything he's done for me. So that is my habit. That is my ritual. I have to do that constantly to keep myself aware that I wouldn't be here if it weren't for him. Yes, sir. So um, those two things are the same, and I just shoot to make a difference. Man, when I wake up every day, I just tell myself, I know these kids depend on me, you know, and I might not see it today. I might not see it tomorrow or even a year from now, but I know that one kid is going to look at it like, dang, man, I, I'm really glad Coach Henry talked to me this day because, you know, I really wasn't thinking as well, or you know, just little stuff like that. I, I, I like to, I like to think that I make a difference in the community, and I'm gonna keep making a difference in the community, rather this, rather than if it's me playing football or me coaching football. Like, I really feel like I'm making a difference here, man. So I'm just gonna keep at it. Thank you, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. You, you are making a difference. Yes, sir. Just by your presence. Sometimes mm -hmm. we just come and be in the room. The fact that, that we're together is is just powerful, man. Yes, 24 years old, y'all. Mm -hmm. wow. Black men got something to say. Um, brother, brother Francis, um, I know you get up at 3 a.m. You've right. already told us that. You 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 pray, you meditate. Do the hard stuff first. You do the hard stuff first. Mm -hmm. I'd like for you to um 
just share because you are probably at times under, you know, some very dangerous situations. How do you overcome your fear? Because we move often as black men in spaces where we got a reason to like, you know, hey, they're coming. There might be issues. How do you overcome your fear? Give it to me in 30 seconds, and I want to come to uh, Brother Marty, and then doctor's going to close us out. Well, I gave up my life anyway. Mm. Um, and ultimately, I fully expect to die for this cause. And I don't say that um, at the risk of hyperbole because I do want to see my son. Uh, I want to see his children and their children's children. But at the same time, um, the circumstance is untenable. And I'm going to die on my feet and not on my knees. And That's so right. let whoever come, let whatever come. Um, I'm set on a mission. I didn't send myself. And I surrendered my life when I accepted that that calling. And so for me, um, we all got a date with destiny. Yes, sir. Uh, and uh, I want to be able to, to hear words like, well done. And so while there's still life in my body, uh, let's, let's, let's give it to the cause. And that makes it so much easier when you are in spaces where uh, black men are affirming and as loving and can give you the strength you need for the next day's journey like the Black Man Lab. I, I am blessed to have been in the lab tonight. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Brother Brother Marty, that Black Man Lab love, man. Um, we've gone through the loss of a friend and just going through all that we're going through. Mm. And you, your dad has been sick in the ICU and you, I watch you muscle, um, take care of your mom. You know, mm -hmm. how do you, where do you draw that strength from because we all need to know, right? Mm -hmm. we, we, we're we pulling on each other. It's mm -hmm. the lab. Mm -hmm. You got an ingredient. You got an ingredient. You got an ingredient and we get it in there. We create an authentic black man, mm -hmm. right? What What's your... Well, I think first and foremost, you know, when it comes to when you ask about drawing that strength, um, you surround your people. You surround yourself, surround yourself with people like yourself, right? Like-minded people, right? Other brothers that are that you can look to. I can look. I can look to you. I can look to Francis and say, I can look to Miguel and say, you know, those are brothers I can emulate. Mm -hmm. You know, we. I can see the strength that you all have had in, in the different trials and tribulations. And I say, yeah, okay, I got to do that too. You know, yeah. I got to got to be able to move. Um, but I think more importantly, the the backdrop behind the strength that we all have to have is starting from a place of love for everything we do, mm -hmm. right? everything and it takes a while to get there but once you do once you do then you see this kind of a reciprocity in your life that happens all the time yeah yeah you know what i mean where you've moved in love and next thing you know you got a ton of love coming Going at back. you you know and it, it fuels you it keeps you going um and it, and it makes you want to do more mm -hmm. yes, sir. right so Doc, give me, give me, give, give me forty-five seconds, brother. Of just, um, I watched you grow and just become who you are. It's like, you, you, you know, I. It's like we saw, you know, a, a young, enthusiastic. Now we see a, 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 a bold, <laughs> little gray in the beard. I exhausted. You, but but your evolution. For sure, I appreciate it. How do we evolve? As black men, <clears throat> I, I will 
tell you something that I've done that works for me. Yes, sir. Uh, reach out to the people that walk across your mind. Um, one of the things that has improved my life drastically, mm -hmm. every person that walked in my mind or I thought of at that moment, that moment is an opportunity to create momentum. Soon as that moment pops up into my mind, when I text them, some of the most intense educational and spiritual conversations happen right then and there. Either I needed them or they needed me or we needed each other. So I had to start ritualistically being obedient to the spirit of the moment. And then I start creating momentum and those momentum, that momentum opens open doors. I ain't even know existed. Last but not least, I had to make sure ritualistically I get up every day and stop trying to be responsible for narratives that don't even have anything to do with me. So remember our history sometimes is someone else's narrative that simultaneously gets put in our neighborhood and our, and our neighborhood is up here first. Yes, sir. So what I find out is the things that I'm trying to prove wrong were never me. And so you'd be surprised this whole oppression thing starts mental first. A lot of people who started these systems, psychologists, yeah, yeah, people yeah. who know how the mind works. And it's a huge difference between education and propaganda. Yes, sir. And, you know, propaganda is used in warfare and mental warfare is a beast. So one thing I had to do is acknowledge that I'm in a mental warfare and a spiritual warfare. The physical is just the end result of a lot of people who may be confused. Hey, and what we're clear about is that part of the Black Man Lab is that for 90 minutes, I want us to hear this, mm -hmm. for 90 minutes right now, once a week in Atlanta, we have the safest, mm -hmm. most sacred space for black men. And then on mm -hmm. Tuesday, we have that. And we want to do that in Statesboro. Mm -hmm. We want to do that in Macon. We want to do that on in every Everywhere there is a black man, we want that space mm -hmm. so that we can just breathe and be free and be free of that oppressive feeling yep. that keeps us from realizing and imagining. One of the greatest, one of the greatest robberies mm -hmm. that white supremacy has robbed us mm -hmm. has been of our imagination. That's facts. And so when we just can regain our imagination, we're looking at what's facts. My brother said, I'm the first one in my generation. Mm -hmm. Somebody had to imagine that. He had to be able to see himself and then achieve that, see himself do it. And so we give thanks for the city of Statesboro. We give thanks for this county mm -hmm. of Bullock. 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 <laughs> and the joy, yeah. the joy of the Black Man Lab. Yeah. I mean, tonight we had... Just a two-year-old running around. Oh, my goodness. Running around in a space that probably seemed foreign mm -hmm. with no one saying, sit down. We let him Be go. Quiet. Just let him go. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that joy for me in seeing that child run is what sparks imagination again Yeah. in all of us because we all want to run a little bit. Can I say and, something can, briefly? And I want y'all brothers, as, as can y'all brothers slide in right here? Mm -hmm. Come stand right here. Come on, stand in. Uh, we got... Miguel Dominguez, come on, y'all stand, y'all standing here. Come on. Mm -hmm. I just wanna, I wanna close out our visit here in Statesboro with, with our brothers here. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna close out as, as when, the way we link up. That's how we're gonna close oh, wow. it out. Oh wow. We're gonna yeah. close out on this, our return, mm -hmm. the return of the afterflow mm -hmm. of the Black Man Lab, powered by the New Georgia Project. We're back. We we linking up. 
say a word, say a word for us. I know we we look, they said, man, y'all messing up all of the uh, <laughs> equipment. <laughs> equipment. That's yeah. all right. Say a word for us, and then brother Marty's gonna close us out. What you got? Oh yeah, just um just for somebody who can use it. The things that you were missing in your childhood, you can create in your adulthood. Mm. In your manhood, you you're a farmer. Go and plant seeds, man, and watch it grow. Just because you were missing it in your childhood, it's an opportunity to go ahead and create it. We got the power of creation. Just clear your mind. I say. That's strong. Brother Marty. And brothers, we are all we need. We got all we need to be everything that we want to be. I am a link in this chain. I am a link in this chain. And it won't break here. And it won't break here. I'm a link in this chain. I'm a link in this chain. And it won't break here. And it won't break here. We are links in this chain. We are links in this chain. And we won't break here. And we won't break here. I shade. I shade. All right. Thank you all. Thank y'all.